Good evening. Um, I'm here again. Uh, it's episode 11, which is a bit mad. That means I've nearly done this for uh, like three months nearly, which is a long time. Much longer than I think I'd anticipated possibly doing this. I'm not quite sure how long I thought I'd do it. I think I thought I'd do one and maybe get embarrassed, maybe not show anyone, but we are where we are. I've um, I've made it this far. I might just carry on forever until I can't talk anymore. Um, what day is it today? It's, it's about quarter to ten on Tuesday the 7th of July. Um, it's rained all day. Um, and it's kind of a bit melancholy outside, but I quite like it. It's um, it's pretty chill. I think I've already described sort of that kind of flat but rainy weather as my second favourite in the world, and I think I'm um, I think I'm still kind of behind that. So yeah. Um, actually appears to have stopped raining and we're kind of like outside. It's just very settled now, very quiet. Um, what's happened? Uh, well, we're obviously out of lockdown. We have been for a while now. Um, and things are just kind of getting a bit normal again. Um, so Today, after the bank holiday that we just had, which is a Manx one, um, we had to go back to work in our work clothes. So any long-term listeners, so like one of you, um, you'll know that I was in work throughout like the lockdown. In fact, that was kind of part of the, that was how I was recording these. I was doing it in my lunch times. Um, but yeah, I was allowed to basically go into work in my pajamas, which was amazing. Um, like they, they, to be fair, I I basically wore two pairs of trackies and that was it. Um, and they were like the same trackies, but different colors. And by the end of the lockdown, they stunk of like fart, stale fart. You know, and I'm I'm sorry if I've disappointed you there by kind of lifting the lid on that, but you know, I don't know what to say. You know, um, so anyway, they they were a bit gross. Um, it was just trackies in a t-shirt. It was wonderful. Maybe a hoodie if it was cold. Anyway, we're we're now unfortunately back in our work clothes, and kind of everyone was, um you know, a little, a little disappointed in that as a concept. I mean, I suppose the first thing, which is a positive is my work trousers fit still. So, you know, that's, that's quite a good thing that shows I've had an all right, I've had an all right lockdown period. Um, today I also opted for a polo shirt, which is something I don't normally do, but I thought, nah, Having, having lived a life of absolute leisure in terms of my clothing, 
I figured I should kind of ease myself back in, so I didn't really want to go full button up. Turns out it was an error because it was cold as hell. Um, and also, in fact, I might as well talk about this. My polo is quite sh- well, obviously a short sleeve polo, um, but sort of weirdly, I woke up on Monday morning with like massive rashes up both of my arms. <laughs> and I'm not quite sure where they came from. One of my friends today said, could be hives, but I don't know what hives are. So, you know, hives sounds terrible as well. It sounds like, sounds like I have a hive of insects now living in me. So, yeah, I'm not quite sure what to do with that. Anyway, so, I, I, yeah, I wore my polo today and my hives were showing. I don't really know... Um, they weren't quite as bad today when I woke up, so I'm kind of it's one of them. I'll just sort of let it pass, and and we'll never know what happened there. And it's quite funny actually when you think about it, like how um, I wonder how many like illnesses I've had over the years where I've like I've just sort of let it go, not questioned it, just had a real shocker of two days, and then just cracked on and really forgotten about it. Had a good sleep one night, and it's gone. Um, in fact, while we're on that, um, not so long ago, I looked at my I looked at my big toe on my left foot, and my veruca that I had for about two or three years had just gone, disappeared. And I shit you not, I definitely had this veruca for years, for a serious amount of time. I just couldn't get rid of it, and then I got to a point where I couldn't be asked because it wasn't really causing me any issues. So, to cut a real long story short, probably a few, yeah, about a few years ago, three, possibly even longer, four years, five, who knows, I basically got a Veruca, didn't really know what it was, Um, it was kind of like, you know, little sort of dots in a kind of scabby type thing, and um, on on the bottom of my um, big toe on my left foot. I kind of just cracked on and it wasn't really an issue. And then like one time I think it kind of hurt. So I was like, mm, okay, what's that? Googled it after a time. But I reckon I probably Googled it after at least six months of having it. Um, Googled it and I was like, oh, right, that's what a Veruca is. Never knew. Never knew. Sorry. Never even asked the question. Like I just assumed a Veruca was like, I don't know, something that swimmers get. And believe it or not, I'm not a swimmer. Um. So, yeah, uh, and I was like, I think I raised it with my mother and said, look, I think I've got a Veruca here, what what do you think? She was like, well, I'll get some bazooka in. So I think it's a bazooka, isn't it? I got the bazooka in, fired that on my big toe. It caused a lot of havoc. It basically burned it out. It was kind of like a sort of, I don't know, felt like pouring acid on it. It was pretty rough. And you're supposed to like sort of, you know, shave it down in a way. Um, and it kind of half worked, but it never really left. And it kind of sort of came back to where it was after a bit of time. So I was like, oh, for God's sake. Um, so I, I ended up just living with it for, I don't know, at least over a year after having failed bazookering it. 
um, which I was disappointed with because, you know, they really market themselves as bazooka that Veruca, when in reality it's like bazooka that Veruca, and then maybe within the next three years it might disappear. Um, and yeah, they ended up disappearing. So, yeah. Um, and again, that's just another kind of unknown thing that happened. Never went to the doctor. Very rarely do go to the doctor. Because I just feel like, you know, if you're going to die from something, you're going to die, and the doctor's just going to tell you that you're going to die. And if you're going to live through something, then you'll just do it, won't you? Um, anyway, yeah, back to back to work in my work clothes. <laughs> and um, my hives were showing, which presumably they'll be fine by, by the next podcast. I'll tell you about that next time. But... Um, so that was an issue. It was also quite cold. Um, so yeah, maybe I should wear a button down. In fact, I'm going to have to, and I've forgotten that, that I need to definitely iron one before I go to bed today. So that's another really fun task to do on this Tuesday night. Um, but yeah, the whole thing of like wearing work clothes again just sucks because it's kind of like... Um, I, I said this a couple of times today, but I feel like kind of like a kid who's at um who's like at a wedding or some sort of formal event and he has to wear his best clothes again and and he obviously never does normally he's walking around in like you know a full tracksuit or like some shorts and a t-shirt and then this is the one time he has to wear a pair of trousers and a shirt and maybe a tie and it's kind of like he shouldn't really be doing that. It's not his. It's not his life, and it just sucked. Everyone, everyone looked uncomfortable. It was funny actually, but you know, by the end of the week, it'll be completely normal again, which to me is kind of a sad thing. Because I was hoping that maybe more would come from the lockdown. When sneakily, I think we'll probably just find ourselves back into normal life. Um, but, you know, I suppose that's the way with a lot of things. So, um, yeah, I'll, um, I guess I'll probably leave it here because I recognise I've not done one of the little um, bleep bloop bloop things. I've also got a couple of sausages in the oven, so I'll, um, I'm going to go check on them and then I'm going to come back and um, talk about um, my drinking habits. I'm not an alcoholic. Hi again. Um, it's it's me. Um, I have just retrieved the sausages from the oven. They've cooked real nice. Um, they're going to be good for lunch tomorrow. I've got I'll have sausages and coleslaw which is a weird one, but, you know, relatively healthy, meat and a bit of edge, a bit of mayo, but, you know, I think it's fine. Served me well so far. Um, yeah, I'm here again, and I have something to talk about. Uh, I realised um, over the lockdown uh, that, I am the type of person that you hate in the pub. And the reason I know that is because 
um, when it became clear that pubs were opening again, I was seeing a lot of things online about people saying like, basically people who frequent pubs were saying things like, you know, I don't want to be seeing any like once a year crowd. You know, they should reserve the pubs for for the regulars when, when they open up. Um, you know, I don't want to see someone like nursing a Coke in the corner when when the pubs open. And I was kind of like thinking about it and I was like, that's me. <laughs> Sorry to say, but, but it's me. It's definitely me. Um, I go to the pub less than 10 times a year probably somewhere between five and 10 times a year. And that might be being generous if I'm being honest. Um, tend to only really go when like, there's a real solid group of us going. I certainly wouldn't, I don't mind going for like a, in fact, I quite like going for a, for a quiet one with a mate and you can have a little conversation, but it happens very rarely now. Um, like a weekday pint. But I'm a big fan of it, actually. Anyway, my point is, is I'm not a regular. And I think it's very clear. You know, when I walk into a pub, it's like, I don't do myself any favors. I kind of, I walk around with presumably a look like I know that I'm out of place in a way. Um, And I think like the regulars anyway, the old sort of grizzled veterans, they can they can sniff that from a mile away. Um, so there's that. And I kind of, I felt a bit bad, in it, but it just made me realize like, you know, the drinker I am, the kind of the, the role that I take up in a, in a pub scenario. And, I, and I've, I've kind of coined a term for it. I say I've coined it. I'd like to say I've coined it. I don't know. I'm calling myself a rear guard drinker. Rear guard in the sense that I'm very much kind of propping up the, you know, the star performers and, um, you know, just doing a steady job to kind of keep the group ticking along, really, I guess. Um, you know, as I, as I say, no, no real, no real star turns for myself. I'm just kind of there making up the numbers, doing, doing, doing some of the graft at the back. And, um, I kind of thought of three characteristics that kind of come into it. And it's the, the first is like kind of the drunken mediator. So like, you know, if, if there's an argument, which I tends to be, or at least a dispute, I'm kind of there to offer a still fairly sober, view on things because I tend not to get loose. I'll probably just sip nicely on five beers. By the end of the night, I'll be, you know, fairly, fairly drunk, but not quite as, not quite as drunk as everyone else. So I'm still able to, um, to mediate where necessary. Um, another thing was kind of like, a the Homewood Escort. So, I mean, fairly self-explanatory, but like, 
I'll often find myself like walking home with some unfortunate soul. Well, I mean, I'm also unfortunate in this sense because, you know, it's usually a hell of a long walk to get home. But I kind of take a kind of brotherly um, interest in people getting home. That's, of course, if I'm still invested in the night out. I mean, if I've lost my uh, lost my head a little bit, I will just sack it off and go home. Um, and I've always kind of liked that about myself. Um, and what was the third one? Oh, yeah. third one was being the main man, the chief complainant when it comes to... Um, Yeah, chief complainant when it comes to being too old for uh, for whatever it is that we're doing. Because to be honest, we're probably too old for all of it. Um, but you know, I commend anyone that's still fun. I'm a little uh, what's the word? Mm, I'm a little jaded by it all, to be honest. Although it could just be kind of the 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 weather. <laughs> I don't know. I like the weather. Um, anyway. Yeah. So that's kind of my... That's that's where I'm at drinking-wise. And I don't know whether I should kind of think about a change of... A change of tact as far as that goes. Or whether I'm okay with, with my position as a rear-guard drinker. Um, I suppose ultimately it's just I can't handle much more than I'd normally drink. So... Yeah, but it's a bit of a weird one, you know. I was, I was thinking, is it all right that I'm, that I'm kind of, you know, very, very occasional with my drinking? Like, should I be any different to what I am now? I don't know. Um, but I was a bit sad when I saw that people didn't want me in the pubs. Not that it mattered. I didn't go when they first opened. I still haven't gone yet. Lots of places I haven't gone yet. Um, but yeah, not sure if I got too much to add on that, except for the fact that, like, I wonder if there's definitely there's, there's probably some scope to um, think about names for other drinking types. So if you do listen to this and you you have any ideas for other like drinking stereotypes, then by all means send them my way, and I will discuss at another time. I think we'll do a little bleep bloop bloop here. And then I'll talk about a last thing, and we'll leave it there. Hi. Um, it's actually been a fair bit of time since I, like, last was speaking. I'm not sure what I did. I think I maybe went off to go sort the sausages out. kind of lost my timeline here. Um, I think I don't really remember what I was talking about, but anyway, um, it's kind of weird because we're kind of near the end of this, but <laughs> I don't know. I just thought about something that I think is kind of cool. I, I really like the idea of like what would happen if I won 140 grand at the bingo. <laughs> Like, 
I, I don't know what your maximum is that you can win at the bingo, but I just think like if you're ever going to win 140 grand, I think winning it at the bingo is probably the coolest way possible. Um, what would I do with 140 grand won from the bingo? Do you ask? Um, well, really boringly enough, I'd probably just buy a house um, and be mortgage free, which is just really, really boring. Um, okay, non-boring answer. What would I get if I could get anything in the world? Probably a jet ski. Um, I just feel like I'd get a lot of water sports related things. So I'd get a surfboard, kayak, jet ski, and a, and a real boat as well, like a proper boat. That would be that would be kind of the order of play. Um, I just don't spend, I feel like I don't spend enough time at sea for someone who lives by the sea, but you know, we are where we are. I think I've probably just scratched the surface there. There's more to talk about on that. I wonder, um, but we'll probably leave it here because it's quite a tight sort of 20 or 20 odd minutes and, um, it's quite quite late now it's 5 to 11 so sorry about that um, but that's okay this is I was actually thinking before this has been a kind of a weird almost I mean I'll go as far as saying shit podcast um, but I think that's okay you need to have like little ebbs and flows and you know this is a, a slight trough but that means that we can have some peaks fairly soon um so yeah um i'll speak to you another time i'll be here this time next week and that's a nice comforting thought um and until then have a really nice week ahead and remember to be nice to people and um enjoy yourself bye bye <laughs>